Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the podcast and today I'm going to talk about control within your business. Um, we had a fantastic franchisee session. Uh, the franchisees came up to Newcastle and we got together as we do on a monthly basis and we really hammered down on this whole control idea and it's, you know, my business plan for 2023 is around this topic. That is kind of the headline of the topic is control because I do believe in the short term rental industry, far too many people rely on other people and have very little control of their business. So I'm going to go over that today. As always, before we dive in, this episode is sponsored by IPRAC and the Luke Stays Academy. If you want to get involved in them, the show notes have the descriptions, the links, all that good stuff. So what do I mean by control? Well, for starters, all of us will use agencies, cleaners, freelancers, and all of us will get let down by those agencies, freelancers, cleaners. And don't get me wrong, I think this business is a great business for getting into. It has a lot of, um, or it has few barriers to entry compared to a lot of other businesses. Um, you know, we can advertise on someone else's platform, we can get bookings straight away, and we only pay when we get a booking. Um, we can, you know, hire a cleaner, and we don't have to be, you know, put them on the books, they don't have to be pay UAE and NIC, all that sort of stuff. We can use, you know, offshore VAs, and again, we don't have to, you know, necessarily put them on the books or give them contracts. So it is very flexible in that way, and I think that's why a lot of people get into it, and that's why it works. The problem is, as you start to scale, you lose more and more control because cleaners will let you down. You might have the most amazing cleaner at the minute, but I guarantee you they will let you down at some point. Reason being, cleaning is generally a low-paid job, so they need high volume to make a tiny bit of profit. So they need to chase contracts. And what they do is they chase too many contracts. They overstretch themselves because they're always fearful of one going. So they look at it from a different point of view. They always say, well, they could ditch me at any time. So I need to have a backup. We, we, we shouldn't maybe put all of our eggs in one basket. And I get that, you know, at the end of the day, they're a business and they need security. But for us, you know, let's just think about this. So let's say I've got a cleaner, an agency, and they're doing, you know, my property. And then another agency rings or one of the cleaners from the same agency has gone to another property for another business and they've walked into a party. So that cleaner rings my cleaner and says, I need your help ASAP. We've walked into a disaster here. It's going to take us a lot longer than the you know, time frame that we're allocated. I need here. My cleaner then rushes around, probably doesn't do the job that they're paid to do, doesn't tick all the boxes that we need them to tick to get the review, rushes over to the other property and helps out. And, you know, because they don't want to let that client down, but they feel like, okay, with this property, I can probably give it a spruce up and we'll get by. But unfortunately, in our industry, you can't just get by. You have to have that five-star experience. You've got to get that clean. You can have a very average property that's clean and you'll more than likely get four or five stars. You can have the best property in the world that's not clean and you're getting a one star. So it shows you how important the cleaning element of your business is. And as you grow, you need to control your cleaners. And you can only really do that by having them employed. So something that we are working hard on is, is that we had it going like that before COVID. We've come out of COVID. We've probably used agencies and freelancers a bit too much. Uh, but this year, the 2023 plan is definitely around the control element. So I want to control the cleaners. I want them employed. I want them wearing, you know, Luke Stays t-shirts. I want them looking the part, feeling the part, having pride in their work 
And understanding that when we set them a task, it has to be done, no matter what else is going on. There's no other influence that's going to prevent them from doing a great job. Now, you probably need to get to a certain size to be able to pull that off, because ultimately through the low seasons, you're still going to have to pay their wages, um, you know, so on and so forth. And it goes the same throughout the whole of the business. When you're looking at maintenance people, you're looking at the OTAs, you know, I talk about this regularly about getting off those OTAs because, you know, you're not in control of your business if you've not got direct bookings coming through. If you have not got a 65% plus direct booking game right now, the single most important focus for you is to, is to improve that. You know, maybe part the cleaning and the maintenance to one side for now. You need to get control of your business. And running with the OTAs is not controlling your business. You've got to, you're susceptible to getting shut down at any time. You can't fight bad reviews. You can't, uh, you know, the unjust bad reviews where they're just complaining for the sake of complaining. You know, maybe they've damaged your property. So you've decided to take some money off them and then they're, they're giving you a bad review. You know, you're not in control of that business model. And how long can you go on like that? For me, it creates that uncertainty. And the more I think about it, it's like, you know, do we actually have a business or are we just working for somebody else? And it really makes you think about, you know, how can I gain that full control of my business? You know, fortunate for me, I, I speak a lot with Chris from AES, who obviously is, you know, CEO of IPRAC, and he has an amazing business model. He does not use OTAs. He's got a very unique business model, but, you know, 20 years in the game, never used an OTA. Now, I am pretty sure every single person listening to this would put their hand up and say, I want that because you're in full control of the business. And when you're in full control of the business, you get to make the decisions, you make more profit, uh, you're more efficient and everything else just ticks a lot easier. There's also a lot of less stress and, um, you know, you get to just enjoy it a bit more. So for me, I would encourage everybody to be focusing on this control element pulling it together. You know, I sat down with the franchisees on Tuesday and, you know, we, we talked about how we can actually make this work as a, as, a, as a franchise network. So at the minute we have, you know, franchisees all over the place um, and, you know, we kind of came to the idea that we should all team together and pull together and, you know, and have this control function going on. And, and that's exactly what, you know, what the network does and, and, and why it's so great is because it does, it pulls people together. And, you know, then we came out with all sorts of other great ideas about how we can control this business from top to bottom, you know, from deal sourcing to setups to the operational side of things, to direct bookings, you know, and just really hammered home um, or, you know, enhance the plan that I had for, the, for, for my business, for the master franchise, and kind of just how can we filter it into everybody else so we all prosper. And, you know, that, that's, that's the great thing about, you know, a franchise business. You look at McDonald's and, you know, at the end of the day, you know, they pretty much just, there you go, you buy it, you pretty much will be successful. You know, you invest in it, you're going to be successful because we're going to give you the roadmap. We're going to continue to enhance our business and you'll benefit from that because we've already been there. We've got the path, we've learned the mistakes, etc. And um, And ultimately, you know, they want to support you as well because they, they'll obviously take a kickback from every, every sale, every burger sale, and, and they'll get the benefit. And, 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 and when you come together in this industry, um, it's much more powerful. Uh, what I've experienced uh, with the franchise is it is much more powerful uh, than anything I've ever seen before. You know, I was out on it alone. I'm pretty sure most of the listeners are doing it on their own. You know, you're bubbling away, you're you know, picking up a, a few properties here and there, and, you know, you're, you're building, and that's fantastic. But the power of 
getting together as one and, you know, and building it. You know, not, just the, the spin-off benefits, you know. You've got more properties listed on platforms, therefore you've got more exposure. You've got more people talking about the brand, so you've got more exposure. You've got economies of scale on purchasing furniture. You've got economies of scale on, you know, purchasing potential cleaning hours, maintenance costs, consumables. You know, all these things just add into profitability, but then you've also got the support, the motivation. You've also got the roadmap and, and everything else. And for me, it, it just becomes more in, in this control environment. We're controlling everything that's going on. Whereas I think a lot of hosts don't really have any control. Yeah, they list on Airbnb, booking.com, etc. Yeah, they ring a cleaner and that cleaner's been great for the last few months. But, you know, it's quiet at the minute. And, you know, we're going to the summer. Are they going to be great? You know, what happens when that cleaner decides they want to go on holiday and they start putting a replacement in? Or what happens if that agency falls out with that cleaner and that cleaner goes somewhere else and they replace it with a poor cleaner? You know, again, it's just lack of control. What happens, you know, if, you know, the, I mean, maintenance costs at the minute, you know, we're all looking at, you know, development world is, you know, in property development, it's like, oh, materials are too expensive, they're going up, they're going up. That's hitting us harder at the lower end. You know, there may be a 20% increase on timber, buying in bulk, we're probably seeing a 100 or 200% increase on, you know, just a plumber coming out and sorting a plumbing problem. You know, they were once £100, £150. Now we're looking at £300. You know, we're, we're massively paying over the odds because we're not giving them regular work because we've got no control and also we're probably overpaying for parts, etc., etc. But, you know, if you get that controlled environment, you get them in, in your team, then you're going to be able to control it more, you'll control costs more, and you'll also get a much better job because they're proud of their work, they want to wear the badge, they want to work for, you know, Luke's days, and, and, and they want to kick on and, and, and work for your business, you know. So for me, really focus on control. Um, I think it is um, the most important thing to survive and thrive in this industry over the next probably three to five years, and I would encourage you all to be working on it. For those that do want to explore the franchise, uh, please reach out to me, DM me on wherever, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. Uh, we are looking for motivated entrepreneurs. Even if you have maybe started your SA business and you've got a few units, you're, you're the perfect fit. You know, bring it into the brand and let's help you kick on. And, um, you know, for those that aren't in there or maybe just flirting around with the idea of getting stuck into this industry, you know, I'd encourage you to reach out to us, have a conversation, see if we're a good fit. And you just never know. I know the results that the franchisees are getting are far superior than anything I've ever seen from any of my other mentorships and coaching programs where people go off and build their own businesses. Um, and I'm not just saying that for the sake of saying it. Like it, it is because of the network. It's because of the proven roadmap. It's because they get to use the brand from day one. And a trusted brand, which I've spoke about many times on this podcast, podcast and I've spoke about many times you know with Chris on, on on lives and things like that trust in this industry is paramount a trusted brand will bring you so much more revenue than an untrusted brand or a brand new brand so you know they're just the little extras that really make the difference when you're thinking about how do you want to structure your business going forward so as always if you have enjoyed the show please you know like share comment give me some feedback do what you need to do and uh, I will love you and leave you and see you on the next episode